Family from the Heart podcast episode number 336. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Welcome to another episode of The Family from the Heart, a podcast that is devoted to giving you a behind-the-scenes look into the lives of the Ravenscraft family, a family that has given up on the ordinary to pursue the lives for which they were created. Now, here are your hosts, Cliff and Stephanie. That's right, my friends. We are back with another episode of Family from the Heart. Stephanie, how are you? I'm well. How are you? Why do you ask me that question every week? You're just setting me up for failure, aren't you? <laughs> you I know can I, stop asking. No, well, that's why I ask why you're asking. No, seriously, I am doing. I'm asking because it's the correct response. <laughs> is that what it is? Yes. I am doing better than ever, and it gets better every single day. Okay. And that is true. You know what? I'm back to 212 again. I know you are. Ah, uh, so much fun. So today's episode, I, I I snuck in this morning, and on Facebook, I said, "Hey guys, we're looking for some questions on." family from the heart i got three questions from our community well, very this cool. morning uh and we have an email response from ingrid that we'll get to but bef- I-, I learned from last week something very important that just because we don't have a whole list of topics doesn't mean that stephanie doesn't have things she wants to share <laughs> did i is is that correct did i learn that correctly well, i said no because i think that just because we don't have a whole list of topics doesn't mean that we don't have things. It doesn't mean that we don't. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. So basically what happened was I spent all week last week catering to the the questions that were coming in. But yet you had a couple stories yeah. that you wanted to share. And, and I do. I mean, I think you had two stories that you wanted to share. And we snuck one in at the very end. The very end. And yeah. it kind of felt rushed. And I felt really terrible about that. Oh, don't feel terrible. Well, I don't. I can't. Our whole I life don't. is rushed. So the fact that the story was rushed just kind of fits in perfectly. I, okay. That's not true. I, I felt a little bit bad about it. I didn't feel okay. really terrible. I was going to say, I didn't think that that's not the vibe I was getting from you. <laughs> But anyway, I've decided, you know what? I do love these questions. I, I hope people will continue to send those questions. You can email them to feedback at gspn.tv. Um, and of course, uh, I'll try to remember on Thursday mornings to maybe post a little thing on Facebook if you see it on Facebook and say, oh, yeah, I have a question for Cliff and Stephanie. But first, what I'd like to do is make sure that we talk about what we do have on right. our minds before jumping into those questions. Okay. So um, donut buns is something that you didn't get to talk about last week. So tell us about donut buns. I don't think donut buns was my topic. I think it was yours. <laughs> because. You're the one who, I, you, I said, you said you had something for family from the heart and you said donut buns. I'm like, okay. Is that about how you couldn't get it? Like McKenna would not let you do hers? Yeah, probably. It, it's your story. I, 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 I can don't tell know. You okay, I, so I, basically what happened is you went off and left me for an entire weekend by myself. It was like an evening and a day. <laughs> okay. You left me for more than 24 and hours. the evening... By I myself. Ended, no, hold up, hold up, hold up. Because the evening on Friday, I covered for you because you went to a concert with your parents. Okay. So it was one day. <laughs> so and you, hold on. And you were supposed to pick up McKenna after said concert was over. And... And I get back into town from Lexington, which is like an hour and a half away. I get back into town at 1130. And um, and I just decide to, to see if McKenna has been picked up yet. She has not been. And and who has her says, well, he just texted me a little while ago, said the concert was over and he's going he's going out to eat. with. I'm like, that wasn't part of the deal. The part of the deal was that you picked her up after the concert, well, not after you went out to eat after the concert. So then I went I to get have, McKenna okay. and um, and then returned all of the other children that I had um, I had with me from the, the high school, the UK honor choir um, trip that we took. And, right. Right. And so, no, 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 no. One day. <laughs> one day. Okay, so it wasn't a whole weekend. Anyway, so it was one day. <laughs> but here's the deal. So first of all, let's talk about the concert. You know, that happens to be a topic on here that we didn't address. I went to a Toby Mac concert with my mom and dad. How odd is that? That 
that's odd that is odd i mean and and not only that we're sitting in the we're like literally in the front row yeah the 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 stage wrapped around where we were so we were like front and center uh and and for those that don't know toby mac is what i would consider i would i would put him in the christian hip-hop um arena He's been doing that for decades. He has been ever <laughs> since the old days of DC Talk. And I heard that. I mean, that was one of the first things that I listened to um, as a teenager when I wanted, um, when other people in my life were telling me I had to listen to Christian music. Right. Um, I like how you phrased that. I'm like, <laughs> I didn't like. I didn't like what they were wanting me to listen to, but um, I remember. I remember. Looking to, for some additional li- looking alternatives for to, to listen to and falling in love with DC Talk. DC yeah. Talk was amazing. So here's the deal. Um, Toby Mac is incredibly, he's a, a wonderful performer and an entertainer. And it was an amazing show. It's just not the kind of music I think my when I think of my mom and my dad going to a concert. First of all, when my, I think of my dad going to I'm a concert. I'm thinking they should be listening to what I was like people were trying to force me to listen to it when I was a teenager. Like, that's what I think. But I know that that's not true. Now, my, let me, let me talk about my dad. My my dad, by the way, I'm referring to my stepdad, but he's my yeah. dad. And, and I've gone to tons of concerts with, with my dad. And let me just say that one of my dad's favorite places to go to see concerts, it, what's the name of that place down in Tennessee? Do you remember the name of it? No. Is it The Shed? It's called the Shed, yes. okay. and it's a Harley Harley Davidson biker bar. All right, <laughs> and he and my dad had. I haven't gone to the Shed with him to see a concert. He hasn't quite drugged me to one of those yet. But we used to go to T- Canal Street Tavern. T- here are some of the people. That, uh, Commander Cody I have no idea. Hot Rod yeah. Lincoln, I think, is might be his his big song. I have no idea. The only song I had ever heard of. Um, now I will tell you that I did enjoy Harry Chapin. Uh, no, not Harry. Stephen Chapin, which was Harry Chapin's brother, who did a tribute to his brother Harry, who had passed away. But okay. um, that's the one where it's the uh, we'll get together then. Hey, son. And nope. uh, you you know the song? Okay. Uh, it's the one where the the dad. Can you spend some time with me? Right, not right now. Okay. We'll have anyway. Okay. Anyway. Harry Chapin, we're talking Arlo Guthrie. Now you probably have no idea who Arlo nope. Guthrie is. Would the would the name Cats in the Cradle? That's the song. I know Cats. In, yeah, that's the song. Okay, yes, Cats that in song, the Cradle yes. and the Silver Moon. Yeah, silver. Yeah, yeah. That so Stephen Chapin. I that was an amazing concert, by the way. Um, Arlo Guthrie. You probably don't know the name, Mm-mm. but do you? Would you recognize the the song title? Um, Alice's Restaurant. Yes. And you know, so that, that's the one they play at every Thanksgiving. The song's like 18 minutes long, <laughs> and it's this guy just telling a story, and it's hilarious. Anyway, I actually saw Aro Guthrie in concert. So we're we're talking hippie stuff, right? This is hippie. Yeah, what did your dad take us to? What did your dad take us to? It, it was in February. Was it last year? Was I don't it last know. February, we we went to the Syndicate in Newport. Oh yeah, that was, what uh, was that, the, pure Prairie League. Yeah, pure. You're right. So Amy, he, yeah, what you want? You're not do. allowed to sing. We've covered this. I think we've covered this. So I love that I we're sitting there. Hold on. So we're sitting at this table with your sister and her husband, and the two of us and your mom and your dad, and we started a group chat with your brother who's in, <laughs> with your brother who's in Florida. <laughs> Which is the only reason that he got saved from going to said concert. Uh-huh. <laughs> Maybe we should move to Florida. Um, and and so we're having this group chat, and it's absolutely hilarious. We're having so much. We're having so much fun. But um, but I re- we we had to go see the Pure Prairie League with yeah. T- so was that for talking, his birthday? Was we're that- talking hippie music. Yeah. Hippie music is the kind of concerts that my dad. I remember likes we're to sitting there. We're sitting there, and your sister's like, "Could they just hurry up and play their one song that I know? Like, yeah. their one song that I actually enjoy it. I, yeah. I, I have I have a very eclectic music taste, and outside of modern country music, I can listen to pretty much anything, with the exception of pentatonics. They're getting on my nerves. Anyway, yeah. But everybody else in my family loves them, and so I'll deal. My deal. I didn't say ideal. Okay. So I'm quite tired of listening to the same thing over and over. Anyway, but to to go back to Toby Mac though, it, yes. 
to see my mom and my dad taking me. I mean, first of all, my mom and dad are going to all these Christian concerts. Uh, I think we're going to go to. Well, did we get in touch with my mom about Chris Tomlin? I don't think we've responded yet. So here's what, here's what I love is that for years, I mean, I've, I've been with what, 21 years. Mm-hmm. And and for years, your dad would drag your mom to these concerts, and literally, I mean, drag because she did not, she didn't like them. Yeah, she didn't like them at all. And then, and what's it been like? Maybe a year and a half, two years ago, she started really getting into going to these um to these contemporary Christian artists um to their concerts. And so now it now it looks like she's dragging him. And yep. like making but up he for enjoys them too. but he enjoys them too and so but da- i never would have thought i mean she's she's naming off all of these all these artists and then and most of them are think people that i would n- never have yeah um, when did she say she saw skillet i don't is, think she's seen skillet she could I, I w- she could have on. i would not put it past I, her. I wouldn't put it past i would her. not put it past yeah. my mom to have gone to a skillet concert yeah. and and so it's just but anyway, so she wants us all, all. She wants the whole family to go to Winter Jam. Winter is, Jam is awesome. We've been. Yeah, she wants us all to go to Winter Winter Jam. Okay. So. All right. I would. I'll, anyway, I would go it, to Winter Jam. It's really cool. Here, here's um, the so, deal. Though. So Toby Mac. Yeah. So Toby Mac, and and I'm telling you, I'm sitting next to my mom, and my mom's doing the whole that whole raising your hand and like. <laughs> she, she was going crazy. It was so funny. That's awesome. I was I was just having a ball just seeing my mom have such a good time at this concert and I never would have dreamed in a million years that my mom would be headbanging to <laughs> Christian pop music with right. Toby Mac. It was incredible. Did he do Jesus Freak? Uh he did do Oh, you know what? I don't know. No, he did not do did Jesus not. Freak. Yeah. It's no. on it's on we have a recording of a live performance that happened in Houston. Alive and transported. Alive and transported is was the tour, and um and he did Jesus Freak. And yeah. So I he wondered. did a couple of his other hits though. Mm-hmm. You you had um sent vi- one to me. Yeah, I videoed a couple things yeah. and sent it over to you. Um, made made to love was the one that you sent to me. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love that song. I love that song. That's a great song. Yeah, there's a couple good ones there. So anyway, um, <laughs> going back to the donut buns. So that, that next day, um, I was on dad duty all day long. You were. And one of the things that I was supposed to do was pick McKenna or take McKenna to dance, pick her up, take her to lunch, come back, put a donut bun together, and then take her back to dance. Yeah, but I left. I mean, you can YouTube it. It's so easy. Well, hold on. Let right. me tell the story now. I, I know. I'm just saying. So, I left. I left instructions that you could that you could YouTube a video on how yeah, to do a donut. And, and I was, I was, I was actually excited about it. Okay. I even journaled in my journal that I was going to do a donut bun. I have no idea what one is, but I'm going to YouTube it. and We're going to do a donut bun. Okay. And I even mm-hmm. asked McKenna that morning. I said, I'm really, ex- I, I told McKenna, I'm really excited about your uh, donut bun today. I said, I have a question for you. Do you think we could periscope it? <laughs> Well, that's where you lost her right there. And she says, no, dad, I don't think so. That's where you lost her. I said, are right you there. sure? I said, because I think it'd be a, I think it'd be great content for Periscope. Dad trying to do a donut bun. And she says, no, dad. No. And I'm like, okay, no, no Periscope. But I, I said, I am looking forward to trying to figure this donut bun out. And uh, I said, well, I'm going to look up something on YouTube and we'll, we'll get it done. She says, Okay. And so I pick her up from dance. We go to Chipotle, have our lunch, and we come back. And I said, now, McKenna, as soon as you get back, I, as soon as we get back, I want you to go and put your dance clothes on and, and get ready <laughs> because uh, we only have 45 minutes at home, and I'm going to be downstairs. I'm going to look up a, a YouTube video on Donut, but don't worry about it, Dad. I'm going to just have – I'm just not going to worry about it. I'm going to have somebody at the dance studio do it. I'm like, no, I, I really want – no, Dad. And besides, I'm I, I don't even know where my strap is, and I don't know this. And I'm just gonna sit back and relax, and I'll get dressed right before we need to leave. And don't worry about it. And I'm like, she crushed my heart. No, Daddy. Do- <laughs> no, Daddy. Donut bun time. So I I missed your heart. She crushed my Daddy donut bun uh, ambitions. Oh, there will be plenty of donut buns in the future. All right. I'm sure you could learn. Um. So anyway, I'm sorry. She is so um independent. She is independent. She does not like. I mean, she doesn't like that I do her her bun. 
but she refuses to learn how to do it on her own. Okay. So the next topic that I have here, oh, by the way, do you have any other topics off the top of your head? That, I don't know yet. I just, I don't, I, I don't, I don't want to you know, monopolize the time. I know. With my topics. I know. I know. Anything? Going um, once. I don't know what's on your list because I. Uh, I've got the Incredibles. Uh, a couple of things. Chipotle for breakfast and date night. Okay, so the Incredibles and Chipotle for, are for breakfast are mine. Okay. As is so, last week we had to record early. Remember. Uh, yes, we did. Because I had to be at McKenna School at noon. Right. With a smoothie for her lunch. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so we were rushing to get out of here. That's because my daughter does not trust me. One time, four years ago. <laughs> one time, four years ago. <laughs> one time, four years ago. Um, Stephanie forgot she was. I, she had children. <laughs> no, I, I remembered I had children, but I forgot that said picky child uh, didn't have anything to take to school in her lunch. So I said, I'll go to Kroger and I'll bring you soup. Like, cause she likes the soup that they have on their, um, their hot bar at lunchtime. And I said, I'll get you some soup and I'll, and I'll bring it over at lunchtime and I'll be there. <laughs> and I forgot until like right then. And so, um, like right at her, the beginning of her lunchtime. So I call the school and I'm like, I am running late. Um, can you get word to her that I'm coming and you know, all this stuff. And I, I stop at Kroger and I get the soup and I run by the time I get to school, her lunchtime's almost over, and the soup is really too hot for her to eat right then. Right. So I think she actually missed lunch that day, which is totally on me, my fault. So to make up for said missed lunch, <laughs> I went to um, Target. I finished the rest of the things that I was doing for the day, and while I was at Target, um, I was like, okay, so I really screwed up, and I, I want to make it special, and so I had bought her this humongous stuffed animal that she now calls mama bear it's this huge brown bear and um i think at the time it was bigger than she was okay but um but we bought mama so so that is called the mama bear incident like that that's what she calls it and to this day four years later she's now 10 years old um i'm still not allowed like she will not allow me to bring her lunch to school like she, if, if she does not have it in her hand when she gets out of the car and enters the building, <laughs> it's not happening. It's not happening. So that was last week was my one chance to redeem myself. And I was there on time. Nice. <laughs> on time. I think I walked into the cafeteria as she was sitting down into her seat. Like really. And what'd you take her? A smoothie. Okay. Cool. So it was, she, she does not trust me. That was not on my list. She does. I told you last week to put it on your list. Did you? Yep. I don't. But, I don't um, remember. But that yeah, one. she she does not trust me <laughs> at all. <laughs> all right. What can you do? So tell us about. You said that the Incredibles was your story, but I actually uh, was the one who put it on the list because I told you to. Okay. You don't remember? What do you, do you want to talk about the Incredibles? Well, just that we watched the Incredibles uh, last Sunday evening, and it was the entire family, all five of us in one room together and we enjoyed that movie every bit as much Sunday night as we did the first time we watched that movie. We did. That's Megan's favorite um, Disney movie. Yeah. She watches that movie over and over. She can quote it to you, um, which is hilarious. And I can quote the whole, where is my super suit (laughs) all the time? (laughs) Well, she, there are, there are just some things that stick with us. And, and that's one of them. And you could find incredible um, references in our everyday interactions with each other. Like we do it all the time. Yeah. But what I found funny was as we were sitting there watching the Incredibles, I was like, we are the Incredibles. Yes, we are. <laughs> like Very dysfunctional family. Our, our family of five, our unit of five, very, very much... Uh, resembles their unit of five and um matthew's dash yes and and it was it was funny in that and that there's this there's the scene in um early on in the movie where um they're sitting down to have dinner and bob is very invested in his newspaper and totally not paying attention at all and the kids are fighting and um 
and mom's trying to break it up and she's like, Bob, it's time to engage. And I'm like, I've had that moment. <laughs> I, I've had that moment where you've been so wrapped up into whatever is going on. And I'm, I'm trying to, I'm literally tied in knots under the kitchen table, trying to separate the fighting that's going on it. And it's funny. And so we're laughing and we're just, we're having a great time just pointing out how, how we are the Incredibles. Yep. And it gets to the end, and I'm sorry for anyone who hasn't seen this movie because I'm totally telling the story anyway. And I just took a deep breath to give you time to, you know, skip forward if you need to. Exactly. So you get to the end and and there's the scene where, um, so all the way through the movie, they think that the baby, Jack-Jack, is completely normal, that he has no superpowers. And you get to the end and you find out that Jack-Jack does have, have superpowers and you see him um, turn into a ball of fire a um a, a steel ball and and then to finally he transforms into a little red devil <laughs> to which we all look and we're like that's jane <laughs> that that is mckenna like to a t and so we we are the incredibles we are the incredibles yes yeah. they, they they have my favorite in that movie after the Ravens my, my favorite thing is anytime somebody in the house is yelling for something they're like where <laughs> is, where is this and i'm like why do you need to know we're crazy. We are yes. crazy. Which you said last night after dinner. We are crazy. We are crazy. Actually, you said our kids were crazy, but I think <laughs> that they are an extension of us. And so last that. night, I, I, I seriously wanted to sit at a different table. <laughs> restaurant, more likely. <laughs> I was asking myself, why did you pick them up from school? I mean, I, I just mm-hmm. didn't know. It just like I think what you the? did ask me that as soon as um we got in the door, and I told you that they <sighs> wouldn't keep them overnight. <laughs> My gosh, it was crazy. Anyway, so what that's is because this? McKenna came home with her news that she has a boyfriend. Oh, that and her was... brother and sister do not approve. <laughs> She's in fifth grade, and she has a boy that she calls her boyfriend, and it's not nearly as what you would imagine, but it's just. You know, that little thing that they, the girls in their class are, you know, yeah. just playing around with. Yes, but and, Megan and Matthew do not approve. Yeah. And, and I think and they're ready to take this little boy down. <laughs> I think it's hilarious how they have teamed up together yeah. to protect their little sister. It's, it's something else. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, will no. you, will you two just, just sh- back off. Shut up. Leave me alone. Oh, it was so much fun last night. Not. Actually, it was. Uh, it, it was. It was, but it was. You know what? I was on sensory overload because you're all, always on sensory well, overload. Three, but here's the deal: all three of them were going nonstop, and Chipotle. Welcome the line was parenting. super busy, and it was. It was a lot. Welcome to parenting. Yeah, I know. So what <laughs> it's about time to engage? What about breakfast for Chipotle? What's okay. this one? So have you ever like well? All right, you you know sometimes you'll wake someone up, but they're still kind of like in a dream. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And so they're spouting off random stuff that makes no sense. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's what I thought was happening yesterday when I went to wake up Megan. Okay. Because I go in her room at six o'clock in the morning and I'm like, Megan, honey, it's it's time to wake up. To which she told me, Chipotle is not open for breakfast. <laughs> and I'm like, I know. What does that have? to to do with waking up i thought she was still asleep but i wanted to see what more crazy stuff i could get out of her yeah and she opens her eyes and she goes no seriously i'm craving chipotle and it's 6 a.m and they don't open to 11 and that's not fair (laughs) (laughs) so chipotle is not open for breakfast chipotle's not she woke up craving chipotle yesterday yeah yeah but then by the time dinner time got here she didn't want it anymore right the rice was too salty. That's what she said. So here's what I can tell you. This is not on my list either. I I have a new favorite you, do dinner. Do you have a topic that's not on your list? I know. Check you out. Imagine that. Oh my goodness. A new favorite dinner. Yeah. That you made the other night. It's the second time we've had it, but this time it was even better than the first time. I don't know what was different. Maybe it was a. Did you use boneless chicken thighs the last time? Yep. Okay, then maybe that same wasn't exact, it. Yeah. So it was. So it was exactly the same. But it is the most incredible chicken I've ever had in my life. So okay. it, it's called sweet and ah sweet and smoky chicken. I think is what it's called. It came chicken. in a um, file that um, Glenn, our nutritionist, we'll call him your nutritionist. <laughs> All right. Um, not 
that I'm being mean. I just haven't had as much interaction with him as you have. Well, I haven't had um, much interaction with him lately, but I, I haven't needed any. So, okay, so he sent me an email, I think on September 29th, mm-hmm. and I found the draft that I never hit send on okay. in my in, in, in my draft box. Okay. Um, and it's been a month, so the dude probably just thinks I'm ignoring him, but I thought I hit send and I didn't. And it's been sitting in my drafts for a month. Nice. Um, anyway, sweet and smoky chicken. Yes. So it was in, it was in this file of recipes that, that Glenn sent me and, um, and I tried it. I always try new things when we have company. I know you probably shouldn't do that, but that's what I do because I figure at least somebody's going to eat it Yeah. if um, if the four of you don't like it. And so we had it when my parents came over. It is just, I use boneless chicken thighs. That's not actually what the recipe calls yeah, it for. It calls for bone in chicken thighs. With skin. With skin. I use um, boneless skinless organic chicken thighs. And... um. And then it's just a mixture of spices and olive oil. You put it in a baggie, you shake it till it's all coated, and then you bake it in the oven but we on were, a broiler pan. Real quickly, the, the ingredients are... Smoked paprika, yep. cumin, all spice. garlic powder, allspice, salt, pepper, and olive oil. I think so. I think. Yep. It, it's pretty simple. Yep. And and you just mix all that together in, with some olive oil and, and then toss it into a, a freezer bag and shake it. And you bake it in the oven for, at 450 for 40, 40 minutes. minutes. Mm-hmm. And it comes out absolutely it's, the most incredible tasting chicken you'll ever eat in your lifetime. It's perfect. It is absolutely perfect. Now I'm hungry. That was mean. I'm sorry. Eh. It's my favorite thing. I could eat it every day. <laughs> okay. Coming from you, that's not saying much. <laughs> from the man who could also eat chipotle every day and salmon and baked sweet potatoes every day. The other us, the rest of us actually have taste buds. Well, you know what? I have taste buds too, and those things taste incredible, incredibly mm-hmm. awesome. Okay, but no, and it is good. And all then extremely I made um, roasted. I just roasted green beans. That's all we had with it. Yep. Um. And everybody likes. It. Well, actually, McKenna does not like the um. The chicken. She doesn't like the chicken, so I kept one chicken thigh out for her. And just put salt and pepper on it. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes you just got to do what you got to do. All right. And then I, do you have anything else you want to bring up? I don't know. All right. So another thing I have on here is date night. Date night. We actually did have a date night. We did. So I, I, was that last week somebody asked, you know, when's your next date night or I think or so. And whatever? we went on Sunday. So we went to, and it was, it was a crazy day for me because I had work to do in preparation for the launch of my most recent uh, session of podcasting A to Z, which launched this week, and I usually spend the Sunday before doing that. Um, and and this week, this this time was busier than normal because I had to change a couple things that I was doing differently. Anyway, but I knew that I wanted to take a break, and I knew I wanted some time to connect with you, and I, and Sunday seemed to be the best time to do that. So uh, we went out to dinner at Jay Alexander's. Now, last week, I don't think it came up here in this episode, in Family from the Heart. Last week, I had attained a new milestone. Did we talk about that? I don't know. That I had gotten down to 212? I think so, because the whole episode last week was all fitness questions. Okay. Well, anyway, last week I had attained my 212 pounds on on the scale, which was a big deal because this is the lowest I've been in 20 years. And 212 is what I got down to last time I lost weight, but I never could break the 212 barrier. Mm -hmm. And I stayed 212 for three days straight, which normally when I get down to a new low like that, I usually bounce up just a little bit and I, you know, hover for a few days before I hit, you know, that next dip. But I actually stayed at 212 for three days. And that was until Sunday. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but you knew going in. I knew going in. Uh, because we we did go to Jay Alexander's. I did not work out Sunday uh, because it was such a busy day, and I just assumed that you know I'm I, Sunday would be my day off. And even with that, I still did pretty well with calories. Um, I was a, just a little bit over budget because of the dessert, but not so much that it was a big deal. But uh, I had a ten ounce filet mignon. I had a baked potato with butter and cheese, bacon, and chives, 
And Stephanie and I did share Jay Alexander's very warm, very awesome carrot cake. What are you looking at? I was finding the questions from last week. Oh, okay. So, yeah. that that's, We had carrot cake. And we had dinner. Why are you looking at the questions? You're not responding to anything I'm saying. You were giving this long, drawn-out build-up to the carrot cake. So, I just thought I'd let you finish. Okay. Well, that, that, so we, yeah. yeah, we went, and of course, uh, I, I actually saw an increase on the scale, and well, it of took, course in, you did. and 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 so I was up for a couple days, and then now you're back t- today. I'm right back down to two twelve, and I s- fully suspect that I will break the two twelve barrier by the end of this week. Okay, um, or this weekend. Right. I love that. So they bring the one carrot cake, and we cut it in half, and we put it on our individual plates. And the waitress comes back to take the plate that she brought it on. And I'm like, wait a minute, I'm not, I'm not done getting the icing off of that. <laughs> you, <laughs> you can't have that yet. Yeah. Um, and see, it that, was good. And see, that's what I love. I didn't consider Sunday to be a cheat day. Although it did make me sick. Did it? Yep. So I did not consider um, that to be a cheat day for me. Uh, and I've never said to myself, I'm never eating sweets or desserts again. But it was, it, it, it is something that I know that if I eat that, it, it does kind of, you know, get, it does process differently in my body. Right. And I know what kind of effects that's going to have, especially on a day when I'm not working out. And, and I had a bit of stress because of how late I knew I was going to work that evening. I didn't get enough sleep. So I, so I knew all of that stuff was happening and I'm like, eh, it is what it is. <laughs> I'll, I'll get back down to 212 yeah. by and the end did. of the week. And, and I did. And you did. Very good. So what's up? Um, no, so last week, um, Mark had asked a question that we never got to. Oh, okay. And it was, how do you fight the temptation, or how do you fight the Big Mac temptation? Oh, okay, yeah. And and your answer to that was easy. You never ate Big Macs to begin with. Right. Right? Um, I, however, loved Big Macs. When I worked at McDonald's, I would eat a Big Mac all the time, although I didn't eat the, I, I didn't eat the bread. I just ate the beef and the sauce and the stuff. Anyway, um, they were my favorite. But um, I haven't had McDonald's since December of 2009 because the last time that I had McDonald's, it made me very, very ill and I just stopped eating it altogether. Right. Um, it's one thing that I've never, I, I haven't even thought about. I haven't been tempted to go back because I know that that's like, you'd think I'd, you'd, you'd think I'd put the same mental, um, power towards not eating carrot cake i got so sick sunday night after eating that carrot cake but i guarantee you i'll eat it again like i don't know why i can't put that same brain power to work in the same way that i did just giving up mcdonald's anyway but um and i have not um so in december of 2009 i stopped that was the last time i ate mcdonald's it was the last time my kids ate mcdonald's until june of 2010 and then um we were on our way to the movie and to a movie and we had to pick them up something quick and you were like, well, let's get, and they were fine with that, but then they were all sick after. Mm-hmm. And so our kids have not had McDonald's since 2010. Yep. And it's just not a temptation in our house. Right. McDonald's is not. Yeah. And the weird thing is, is our family will still go through, not when I say our family, I'm talking mainly for our kids, but we'll still get something from Wendy's. Not and often, though. not often, but it it still happens yeah. from time to time, and it is the craziest thing in the world when you've not been inside of one of these restaurants in they smell like years. Grease. Oh my gosh, you oh you, we just go through the drive. Now hold through. on, now you had still eaten McDonald's up until probably before we moved here because yeah, there would be times that I would get in the car and there would be a McDonald's oh, bag I, I, yeah, or I, it, you could smell it. I'm like, oh my god, he ate McDonald's French fries in my car. How dare he? <laughs> yeah, I, I had but, I, I had never gone with the whole I'll never eat McDonald's yeah, again in my life. Right. I, and so but it for me and the kids, it just made us sick. And so we never did. Right. But um, but yeah, there are times when when we will still I eat Wendy's eat it now. But. but now when I go, um, I remember it was just a couple of weeks ago. I was getting somebody something and I pulled up, you know, you order at the at the little box and then you pull up to the window to pay and he he opened the window Oh, it's it's and horrible. like that grease smell hit me, and I was like nauseous instantly. It was disgusting. Yeah, I don't know how they can work inside of there. Mm-hmm. It, it seems like that would be such a hazard. 
<laughs> they don't know any different. It's crazy. I worked inside of one of them. It's. Uh, I used to as well. But yeah. I worked inside of a McDonald's. As um, did I. I, I just know. said. But you also worked inside of a Wendy's for a while too. Mm-hmm. That Wendy's. In fact, that Wendy's until the guy told my nine month pregnant self to get down and clean the floorboards. And I told him he could do it himself. <laughs> All right. So um, anything else before I jump into some questions? I don't know. All right. So first of all, let me just share some feedback. This is from Ingrid. She says, uh, dear Cliff and Stephanie, first off, I want to say thank you for your great weekly show. I love the weekly show. Watch it while I'm at work or while I'm working out after my Zumba class. Uh, your daily selfie from the gym keeps me going, even though even on the hardest of days, I've been through a lot of them lately. Just looking at the selfie reminds me not to quit, but to only push harder. Uh, Cliff, hearing your progress while listening to Pursuing a Balanced Life again is amazing, and you and Stephanie have taken things to the next level. I hope to be back on my feet again soon. I'm fighting some type of illness, which makes it harder for me to push to the next level. Uh, again, thanks for the great show. Looking forward to continuing to hear your progress ingrid thank you so much and awesome we pray that you will get well soon absolutely and uh, make sure you listen to your body and take care of yourself right and um i know there was one day yesterday could have been one of these days also but you didn't do it yesterday but there was one day a, a couple of weeks ago where um it might have been the Sunday after I spent all of that weekend driving back and forth to Lexington and you were like, and I, w- I wasn't going to work out and you just had this, I feel like you're judging me. I know that you're, you say that you're not, but that's like you, you make this face and you give this certain sigh, which is different from your every other sigh. And, um, <laughs> And, and so I feel, but I'm like, but I, I remember looking at you going, there are more than one way that there, there's more than one way to take care of my body right now. My body needs rest. It didn't need to be pushed to, I mean, so you have to listen to your body and you have to take those cues. Um, I didn't work out yesterday. I had an incredibly bad headache all day, um, which was making me feel nauseous. I just I did my entire body hurts. I can tell you there is not one part of my body that is not in pain right now, but I have to get over that because I have an appointment with Joe tonight, (laughs) you know? Um, so I took yesterday off so that I can, I can focus and I can do what I have to do tonight. Right. But, um, yeah, there, you have to listen to your body. It's not about pushing and pushing, push like the guy that we ran into at the gym the other, I really wanted to punch him in the face. Oh, that guy was annoying. I really, really wanted to hurt him. I'm like, there's more than one way to take care of yourself. And just because that works for you doesn't mean it's going to work for me. So, so there are two things. Uh, One, let's talk about the guy at the gym. This guy comes up and he's like, oh my gosh, I just want to say I've, I saw you months ago and you've lost so much weight. And I'm like, oh, thanks. And I was thinking, you know, this, this is cool. But then he wouldn't stop. He was going on and on. Yeah, you know, I've lost over 150 pounds and blah, blah, blah. And and this. And he goes, he, he says, just don't give up. No matter what, when you hit your plateau, you just got to keep pushing through. And he keeps, I'm like, okay, great. Thanks. You know, it, we're getting ready to leave now. Yeah, we're, we're literally walking. I think at one point I actually pulled the key out of your hand and walked out into the rain to get away from him. Yeah. And, and then all of a sudden he starts giving me all this unsolicited advice. And he goes, let me just tell you. Um, uh, what, gosh, he said a couple things that He's were just telling you to like put raw meat in smoothies. And <laughs> he didn't tell me that. I know, but he, he did tell me to do a couple things. One was, oh, he says you never eat. He says, never you know, eat after five, you never eat after five. And, and you're all, he says, I'm always hungry. Number one, you burn more calories when your body's hungry. And I'm like, I've ne- tired. I've, he, he, or yeah, when you're tired. He said he only sleeps four hours a night. I only you, sleep four hours a night. You burn more calories when you're tired. That's what he said. I'm like, could you stand in front of my car so I can run over you, please? Because you're the kind of person that I don't want and to listen to. Here's the thing. I personally am of the belief that our bodies need a certain amount of sleep. And, mm-hmm. and the more you get, the better. Um, I happen to know some things about... No, you can't train your body to run on less sleep. Right. But that's not necessarily the best thing to do. But, but the thing is, there are certain hormones that are produced during the evening while, or while you're sleeping mm-hmm. 
that that you're gonna not have the the sort that that is a resource if you're if you're not getting enough sleep. There's a, there's a lot of things that sleep is necessary for. But one of the things he says is like you, you know you don't you just the more tired you are the more calories you burn. I'm like whatever. And and then and I told him I said I don't agree with that. But okay. And he said there and what brought that up was the fact that he says never eat past five o'clock. If you're ever hungry past five o'clock, you eat frozen grapes or you eat the. And I'm like listen. You know, I, I've heard so many people, but I have a nutrition coach that I'm working with, and my nutrition coach says that when somebody tells you you never eat past a certain time, they're stupid because they have no they they have no idea what time you go to bed. Right. And your body, it, when you're awake, your body needs food, you know, every so many hours. And if you don't go to bed until 12, 30, 1 o'clock in the morning, and you haven't eaten since 5, your body will potentially say hmm i've got a couple signals here food is scarce i might need to start storing some stuff and and so it's just ridiculous anyway but he was annoying and annoying it just reminded me of of how annoying it is when people are telling you how to do something and you haven't really sought them out for that advice so anyway and uh, what were we talking about before that? I don't remember. <laughs> oh, taking care of ourselves I'll the other yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. So here's the deal. My 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 commitment is that I work out six days a week every week, and I'm going to do this for the rest of my life. And with the exception of one, like, I think there was a three or four days when I had uh, upper respiratory infection. I can't remember. I think it was December when I got back from Orlando. Outside of that, I've pretty much maintained this commitment without fail. Um. I, there, there may have been a couple of weeks over the last 11 months where I've taken two days off instead of just one. And so I, I had mentioned that I had a long day this past Sunday. I actually ended up working an 18-hour day. It's been forever since I've done that. I went to bed at 2.15 in the morning, and I did not work out that day. I could tell my body was stressed uh, just from exhaustion and everything, but I got everything done that I needed to do, and I slept until 10 o'clock the next morning. Uh, 10 15 actually because I got it my solid eight hours mm-hmm. of sleep in but I woke up that morning and I I'm like you know I should go work out and I'm like I, I my I got sleep but my body's still exhausted and so I went ahead and went straight to work and and I did my work throughout the day and I'm like okay I'm gonna work out this evening and I'm like I I don't feel like I have I, I feel like my body is still exhausted and so I chose not to work out twice. And I'm like, you know what? It, it, I'm I'm making this decision. I'm not working out today. Two days in a row, I'm not working out. Yes, I know that I was over calories yesterday and I ate that dessert. And you know what? Today, I expected to work out and I was already 400 calories over budget. But if I would have worked out, I'd been 200 under my budget. Right. So I would have been fine. But even that, I chose not to work out. And I knew that I was going to see that as a result on the scale. Not a big deal. Not a big deal because I know that my lifestyle is that I do work out six days a week. And not because I had to, but because I chose to yesterday, Tuesday, or no, yesterday, yes, was, yesterday Wednesday. was Wednesday. Well, Tuesday we worked out with Joe. Okay. Plus so we worked out before we left. That's okay. So it was Tuesday. So Tuesday, I actually did end up doing a. Uh, two workouts. So I did a mm-hmm. 45 minutes on the on the treadmill, ran three and a half miles nonstop, which blew my mind. That's pretty cool. And and I, I did that as an extra one. It kind of in my mind to make up for taking Monday off, but not because I felt like I had to. It's just like, you know what? I, I, I want to. I've got the energy. I've got the time. I'm caught up. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. And so anyway. I, I'm just saying that sometimes when your body is tired and sleepy, I, I agree with you. There are sometimes you there just are need times to. That you just need to take say, care of other things. Exactly. All right. Three questions. Mark asks, "What's your approach on education to politics for your kids? Do you think you do you think they need to be taught how to cast their vote? I think they need to be taught how to make up their own mind. I, I agree. I'm not going to teach my kids how to cast a vote. I think I need to teach them how to make up their mind. Right. And let them choose for themselves how to cast their vote yeah and here's the thing i it, it's kind of a crazy and respect thing. if it's different than mine and and the thing is is that our kids are not allowed to vote until they're 18 and by that time they're adults and they make their own decision right 
So I think it's a, I think it's our responsibility to do exactly what just Stephanie just said. Thank you. Did you hear the last part I said? What's that? And respect if it's different than mine. Yeah, absolutely. But, I, I mean, mean it's that it's absolutely right. Yep. It's they're they're their own person. We're we're growing adults, not children. I say that all the time. I know. That's my favorite line. I I said that in a room full of teenagers the other day. Um, Megan had Megan kept asking me why I was upset with her to which I would not answer <laughs> I just I I didn't want to bring it up in front of all of her friends mm-hmm. and they're like I can't believe she won't tell you I'm like okay here's the deal she's almost 16 years old if she can't figure it out on her own then maybe she needs to sit down and have a little reflection over her day and see if she can't if she can't figure it out because I'm raising an adult not a child she needs to be able to to look back and see how she's wronged someone like I'm I'm not going to spell it out for her for the rest of her life. Anyway, and they just all kind of looked at me like, we're supposed to be adults after this? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you yeah. are. Spoiler. Spoiler alert. You don't come out a child. Oh, I've done my job right. <laughs> I, I know many, many children. I said if I've done my job right. In I'm, their 20s and 30s and 40s. Yes. <laughs> all right. Anyway. Uh, Andrea wrote uh, this question. How do you and Stephanie put each other first with such busy kids? I have a hard time, uh, doing that with just a one, let's see, with just one two-year-old. So. Ooh, one two-year-old is still busy. (laughs) Yeah, it is. (laughs) One two-year-old. Oh. So, so how do we put, how do we put each other first with our, with our busy kids? Well, I think that we're in the unique situation where you work from home. So we have time to do that during the day when the kids aren't here. This is true. Um, which struggles more in the summer than, than the nine months out of the year that they go to school every day. Yeah. But, um, but I, I think that puts us in a unique position to have time together during the day. So then our evenings are full of extracurriculars and homework and yeah and i can tell you that absolutely and our kids are old enough that we can leave at home by themselves now yes like on sunday we were like we're leaving we're going to dinner you're kind of on your own yeah (laughs) what's for dinner mom i don't know i don't care there's food here figure it out yep (laughs) like um so our, our kids are old enough that we can we can leave them on their own and and go on a date to dinner. Yeah, we and we've so, done that plenty of times. We've gone out to see a movie. We've gone out to dinner. We, you know, we, we do that a lot. And even before they were old enough to ha- be on their own, uh, we would hire a sitter to to come in and be with them. Uh, we'd either ask my mom to come over, or we would hire somebody to come mm-hmm. and and be with them. So that we, could, I mean, we just made it a point that we want. To, well, I think we're better at it now that they're older, though. Yeah. Um, oh, they're absolutely. when they when they were little, and when they were like. Um, you know, five, three and, and brand new. And, and, you know, it was anytime before we could leave Megan with McKenna, which was probably when she was like 11, mm-hmm. we started leaving. Right. Mm-hmm. Sounds right. Um, not for long periods of time, but you know, right. Long enough to go to Chipotle and back. The other things that we do to, to, to just make sure that our kids know that our relationship is important. Is that what? <laughs> Go ahead. Nothing. Go ahead. Is, is that, I mean, we, we actually have conversations with our kids that are around. Yeah. And if we're ha- in the middle of a conversation and they want to butt in with their own story There's, or there's, it's like, listen, you're going to have to wait. We're having a conversation here. We're talking. Uh, and, and you'll just have to wait a moment. Right. We, we communicate to our kids that our relationship is a priority and and in some circumstances, some people might, you know, observe that and say, oh, my gosh, I can't believe that you just completely ignore. It's like, no, we're we were, this this relationship is the key component right. of this family unit here. And it comes first. I mean, unless you're bleeding or, you know, or somebody what, else is bleeding or right. Exactly. Um, Yesterday, I, I already said that I wasn't feeling well yesterday. And right before we left for dinner. Um, which we had at Chipotle. <laughs> I think we already said the line was really long. Um, we were standing in the living room waiting for the kids to come down and I had just kind of leaned into you. And so I, I put my, my head on your shoulder and I just kind of like leaned into you and you put your arms around me. 
and that's all we were doing we we're just standing there and you were hugging me and that's it and <laughs> megan comes down she's like oh my god you guys are so gross and matthew comes in she goes he's like ew nasty and, Meg- and we're doing nothing we're doing nothing you you were just hugging me i wasn't even returning the hug because i couldn't lift my arms but um but they see us make physical contact even when it's completely innocent <laughs> contact they they see us they know that that you know they're gonna grow up and they're gonna move out like that is the goal yep they all oh, trust me it's a goal <laughs> it is the goal they will leave this house um and i'm 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 left with you (laughs) so so if i don't if if we don't if we don't intentionally engage now and keep our relationship healthy and short then they're gonna leave and we're gonna be left with two strangers who don't know each other exactly all right rebecca says could you describe how your kids have changed within the past year i've i've loved what before you finish that there was something else that I wanted to say that I got sidetracked oh, from. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Okay, um, because, what was her name? Uh, Andrea. Andrea um, has a, a small child. It made me think of, like, the there will be a time when we're grandparents, and I want to make sure that we are able to let our kids make their marriage a priority. Yes. And so there will be, like, I'm I I have this I have this dream okay of there being like one night a month or whatever where we take our grandkids and our kids go on a date and and focus on their marriage because while yes we're giving them an example of what a healthy marriage is I think that we should continue to invest in their relationship yeah later on yeah does that make sense I okay. totally agree with that okay Yes, absolutely. And by the way, that just reminds me. I have a podcasting E to Z student. Yes. She has 34 grandchildren. Yeah, my grand, my parents have a lot of grandkids. I don't, they don't have 34, but it's 30 in the 20s. Fo- 34. <gasps> if we have 34 grandchildren, there ain't no once a That's month. That's not nice. even possible because we only have three children. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I, I draw the line at 12. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. That could have, I mean, that's four kids each. Although I don't think McKenna's going to have any more than one. <laughs> that kid's definitely raising an only right. child. You ready for Rebecca's question? Yes. Okay. Could you describe how your kids have changed over the past year? I've loved hearing about McKenna's jokes. Is she still such a comedian? <laughs> the, let me just answer that. Yes. Yeah. She is definitely. Uh, um, Jonathan gave you, by the way, says your kids can adopt. Okay. Yes, they can. That's true. But they won't. Well, well not that they won't, but okay, go ahead. That's up to them. Yeah. Anyway, so um, McKenna, yes, she is still a comedian. The only thing is, though, is that um, her jokes sometimes are starting to get a little bit more adult than she is. Yeah, you think? So the, the, the thing is, is what I can tell you is that our home is we've deemed as a place of... It's a safe of, place. It's a safe place. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we have decided, Stephanie and I have intentionally decided to raise our children in an atmosphere of freedom. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, not a, there's not a lot of conformity. There's not a lot of guilt and manipulation. I'd say there's in. no guilt and manipulation. Right. Well, not not a lot of there. There yeah, there's That's a game we don't play. That, we don't do that and you know, we do have boundaries, but we have there are some boundaries that our family or that Stephanie and I have chosen intentionally to not place mm-hmm. for our family just be but but culturally in some of the circles that we grew up in and certainly that even some of the ones that we still hang around in if there, if folks were a fly on the wall in our home, they would just be absolutely <laughs> shocked right. to hear some of the things that our kids or you know I'm okay with that. And you know I, I'm, I'm I'm perfectly okay. With I'm that. much more fine with it now than I ever have mm-hmm. been. Um, but while we're raising our kids in freedom and that this is their safe place, we're teaching them to respect those circles and yes. that and that you have to put. Sometimes when you're in that circle, you have to put that boundary around yourself. Yep. And use your filter and use your manners and, you know, um, and respect the circle that you are in. Yep. And then come home to your safe place. Exactly. So, yes, McKenna is still a comedian. 
Um, Just don't ask her to tell you a joke in public. <laughs> we ex- <laughs> Some of the stuff that she comes up with. Matthew blames on public school. Yeah, I probably. He's like, it's your fault you sent us to public school. No, he told me that the other day. It's your fault you sent us to public school. Everything yeah. I everything I know I learned from public school. But, you know, and, and just, you know, just a little bit of my mindset on why, you know, so, some of our, our kids are familiar with some colorful language and here at the house, not outside mm-hmm. of it, but here at the house and even in our presence, they're comfortable flying some right. of those words around. Uh, when I was a kid, if I were to say those things in the presence of my mom and dad, I might come away with black and blue parts of my body. I think I would have too. I, I don't know. But but can I explain, or not that I need to explain, but I, yeah. I feel like I want to explain why is it that we would allow for that. And, and the reason why is because while I was never allowed to do any of those things in the presence of my parents. Outside of it, that's all you did. Outside of it, I did it all the time. And, and I, and I, Felt like because of it, I was a rebel and I was I was cool and all of that other stuff. And and I just know that if my kids are hanging around other kids who don't have those same boundaries, that this is the culture and and and, and stuff like you know, I don't want them to go around thinking that they're they're living a different life somewhere mm-hmm. else. That that this doesn't have to be the cool rebellious thing to do. That it's just like, you know what, this is how people do. And they still know the inappropriateness mm-hmm. of those things. Well, here's here's what I'm like. Number one, McKenna still asks permission yeah. to curse, which I think is hilarious. Yes. Absolutely. She had a really frustrating day the other day. And she asked if she could speak freely. Like that, that was, do I have permission to speak freely? And I said, from here until we pull into the garage. And boy, was I in for it. <laughs> the girl had a rough day. <laughs> Let me just tell you, a rough day. Um, but, um, and so, so she does that. Megan and Matthew here have very colorful language. There are, but what I think is hilarious is that when they're in a group of friends, they'll correct their language. They'll be, can you, can you watch your, but when they're home, they'll say, say they would say the exact same thing. But, but they, they don't speak that way constantly in public because they have the freedom to do that here. Right. They have the freedom inside these walls to express themselves. Sometimes you have to express yourself colorfully. <laughs> yeah. You know what? And, and here's the deal. I've I've grown up thinking that, you know, foul having foul language or whatever, you know, cursing, I, that that is the most horrific, evil thing you could do. It, it's the sign that you've completely... <laughs> You know, back, your you, you've backslidden, you've lost your faith in God and you sold your soul to the devil, all that stuff. I mean, I, I grew up with all of that stuff just hammered into me. And and I, you know what the thing is, is every now and then when I get angry, I still <laughs> you know what? It's still the funniest thing ever when you curse yeah. out loud in the house. It is because it's like every cell in your body is repelling against it. Yep. It really is taking all of your physical energy just to say the word, yeah. whereas the rest of us are just like, whatever. <laughs> but but what I can tell you is that that expressing a word that is maybe inappropriate or whatever the case may be, it has nothing to do. It does not hinder my relationship with God. It it's not. I as I don't. I I think there's a major difference in expressing something out loud with frustration or whatever in in that language comes out i do think there's a difference in when you use that language toward another person and even within our home that's not acceptable right right um but the rest of the question was how have the kids changed over the yeah, last year so right? how have they changed so, mckenna um, has- I, mckenna is still funny um mckenna is changing I think the most right now, just in that she's going from being a little girl to um, to an adolescent, which is a rough adjustment for us. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, all the the other four of us um, are are having a really hard time with that. Um, I'm not having a hard time with that very much. You must not be experiencing the beast enough. Maybe you need to be she around did, the beast she, more. She the the beast comes See, out. I think you still get the little girl. The rest of us get the beast. She, she, <laughs> I think I, I honestly, I, I, I don't know that, but I, I, I have this feeling 
that McKenna's going to be that daddy's little girl. Maybe f- for her maybe. entire life. She 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 very well may be. She but is right now. I, anyway. I told I told Megan the other, don't open that door. It's not safe in there. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not safe to enter. Um, there have been times, by the way, I open the door and she's almost going, she's almost ready to go into and rage she mode sees, and she <laughs> sees as me and she goes, oh, hey dad. I'm, and, and here's the deal. I'm telling you, go watch The Incredibles and fast forward to the end where Jack-Jack like transforms into the devil. That is McKenna. She does it in just that. Fa- I think she does it faster than he does. She can transform into like this beast that you don't want to be around. Um, so, so McKenna is growing in that, in that she's, she's moving into being... Um, she's got all sorts of new hormones coursing yeah. through her body and, that's uh, causing but she's, her. But she's still funny. She's still honest. She's still. Um, she's tall. She, <laughs> she is tall. She is getting so tall. But I don't know. I, I wonder when she'll stop now that now that she's. You know, started her period and because that's right when Megan started to taper off. So I wonder how much more she'll actually grow. Right. Anyway. Um. Matthew is Wait, one, one oh, other go thing. Ahead. I just want to say this. She's expanding her circle of friends. She is, which is really, really cool to see. Yeah, she's 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 expanded her circle of friends for for several years. She's had one friend that has been her close friend that she spends pretty much all her time with. And if she's not with that friend, she's pretty much by herself. Yep. Uh, and recently she's added two additional friends to her circle and even well, and, branching out a well, little bit even, beyond that. Yeah, yeah, a little bit beyond that at school, but two that she she had over she had over for a sleepover. I don't think McKenna's allowed to have sleepovers ever. Okay. Ever yeah. again. Because they stayed up till five AM. Yep. And I don't need three 10-year-old ten, girls staying up till 5 a.m. every other weekend. <laughs> like, By the way, we're an hour and one minute, so okay, we need to slowly so, wrap this. Slow this. All right. Anyway, Matthew. Matthew is grown in that he entered high school, and it's like this whole new world opened up to him, and he's expanding beyond his computer screen, which I love to see. He's um, excelling in his, in his classes, which is something that he did not do before. Um, actually talking about taking um, Which, honors way, classes and, and a foreign language next year. I want to say this, that I was the same way. Grades, I could care less about my grades until I got into high school and I became a 4.0 student from that point yeah, forward. Yeah, and, and he has, um, I think he He's got had straight three, A's and B's. three A's and a B on, on his report card that came out a couple weeks ago. The and other thing about Matthew is that uh, now that they're in high school, Megan and Matthew are in high school together, they're more like peers mm-hmm. and instead of like upperclassmen, lowerclassmen. Right. And and it's really incredibly awesome to see that. And, um, and that her circle is um, inviting him in. Yeah. And, and so that, that's, that's really cool to see. And, you know, he's getting, he's getting involved in, in clubs and activities. And so he is, his world is not just in front of his computer anymore, and, and I really love that. And, and he's actually looking for ways to come out of his room to spend time with us, rather than us trying to pry, pry him, him out. Yeah. Out. So it, it's it's really we're watching him become engaged. Fifty with, seconds, with the, Megan. I, Fifty seconds, Megan. <laughs> Is Megan? Megan. Um, Megan turns sixteen in like twenty three days. Don't remind me of that one. Um, I, th- I think it's twenty three days, and um, she is in this transition where she wants to, she wants so bad to be independent and to be on her own and and to make her own choices and to know, be responsible for where she's going to be and when and and how she's. She wants that independence so bad. That is that is warring against her need to stay a little girl. Yeah. And so you see times where I mean, it really is just this tug of war in between growing up and staying little, and um, and watching her as we are letting go, as we are are letting go and allowing her the freedom to become a little girl. She's holding on tighter. To does that make sense? Yep. And so it's, I remember that feeling. I don't remember holding on quite as tight, but, uh, <laughs> but, but I, I remember that. Um, and, and so we're just watching her become a woman and become her own person. Yep. And we're moving into that, into that advisory mentor role more. I mean, you know, we've, we've developed her character. We, we have, we, we now we, now it's time for us to trust the person that we've created 
and um, and advise and and mentor rather than yeah. Gotcha. So there you go. Mark, Andrea, Rebecca, and Ingrid, thank you all so much for providing us uh, some questions or commentary for us to discuss here in the show. Uh, My friends, I want to encourage you, if you enjoy this podcast, Stephanie and I will always try to come every week and share what's going on in our lives, but we do love these questions, and I know I beg you every week, uh, please send us your questions. (laughs) Feedback at gspn.tv is the email address feedback at gspn.tv send us your questions for family from the heart we would love to hear from you and if you enjoy hearing from us on a weekly basis and you find any kind of encouragement or inspiration from the content that we're creating uh, we do have a patreon account where you could support the efforts that we're doing here just head over to patreon.com that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n patreon.com slash cliff ravenscraft or just go to gspn.tv there's a little box over there That's it. Until next time, my friends, we encourage you to live your life with purpose.